Hey everybody, Adam here with God Complex Gaming. Uh, Raheem asked me a question earlier this week, and he said, what is min-maxing? And I thought about it for a second, I was like, you know what, we can have a conversation about that, and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, Raheem, uh, what do you think min-maxing is? So, from what I understand, and this, this is just from what I understand, it's, you, you, put your build up to maximize what people feel are the uh the um the best stats on the character and you forget or minimize anything else so that that nothing else matters it's just the skill that everyone knows works and you just keep on going into that that's um, that's <clears throat> my understanding more or less yeah that's um, more meta than min-maxing well this is okay. this is like i wanted to say i wanted to say that uh that min-maxing is a part of the meta the meta is always going to be like the best it, it's gonna there's always going to be like a a best thing you can do in a game like uh for example if you're playing world of warcraft and you're trying to do the most dps the meta is fury warrior with this build or actually i think it changed to arms recently i haven't been up on it um, but the meta is always changing when there's, you know, patch notes and stuff. Uh, min maxing is, and I always put, I always describe it as putting the, uh, most amount of, in a game's case, like, uh, most amount of damage out in the mm. smallest amount of time. Uh, okay. if you're playing like, let's say Diablo and you're trying to mm. min max, your grinding. You would, uh, you know, you would go with a meta build, and you would spend the least amount of time that's your min, uh, with the maximum amount of loot that you can get, okay, or experience, whatever it might be you're grinding for, right? So you remember those dungeons we were doing with uh, Andrew's Guild, where oh, we, yeah. we would go in, they'd clear the dun- they'd clear like half the dungeon, and then we'd dip and go back in. That was a min-maxing effort to get experience. It was an experience grind. Okay. Okay. Um, min-maxing could also be other things like, let's say, the highest percentage of uh, increase you can get is 20%, but you're at like 19.8, and people would grind just for that extra 0.2%, just so they could do an extra like 0.05% damage. That's another way you can look at min-maxing. Right. Which is, I don't, it's not crazy, but people do it, and, like, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to get at here. Like, people really, like, are it, anal about that kind of thing. Right. It's, it's, what, it's what a lot of people strive for and expect out of other people in video games. And yeah. I think that's going to be the brunt of the conversation tonight, is how the min-max and the meta affects games so okay so it, it seems to me like if you max out your character to do you know a, a whole bunch of damage right mm-hmm. is, isn't that a good thing yes and no so okay. let's take diablo 4 as an example because it's the most recent in memory that i can think of um and something i'm knowledgeable enough about to explain thoroughly uh, druids, okay. The meta build for druids 
preseason one was the pulverize build or the Stormclaw build. Um, I did not like either of those builds uh, because I didn't think they were fun. So I may not have been playing the meta builds, but I was min-maxing my own build. I was working on a... Uh, first, I tried a Lightning Shred, and then I tried a... Uh, I tried a Boulder build. Um, I tried a Vulnerable Lightning build. That was the best one I discovered outside of the meta. Uh, okay. And now in Season 1... I know I've had a few clips of it. I I pull I made a few shorts of it. Is the poison landslide build, which is still a work in progress. Um, but those are outside of the the meta, and they're fun to me. I don't okay. I don't find the meta fun sometimes, so I don't always play the meta. However, if I were to join a farm group, and I wasn't playing the meta, I would probably get kicked. So that's the bad side of the meta, is that people expect you to play the meta because they want to min-max their time. So okay. it kind of it, it's understandable why uh, people min-max and play the meta, uh, because you know no one wants to spend extra time doing anything that can be done in lesser time. But it comes at the cost of fun, in my opinion. It comes at the cost of uh, variety. It comes at the cost of uh, player cooperation. Um, I, I think it's a toxic way to build the game, uh, but it's an understandable thing that exists. Okay. Okay. So I know a lot of people are probably not going to agree with my opinion, and that's okay, because... Like I said, I think uh, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, I do find that meta builds are very boring. Yes, I only find it boring because it takes away a lot of freedom that a game could have. Right. Like you're literally just copying and pasting something that somebody else did. Right. You, you go on but icy veins. You go yeah, on D four builds. <laughs> at the same time, it depending on what you're playing, big numbers equal fun. So if somebody's obviously doing it better than you are, then like you would want to copy that. Right. Just so you can you know be but good at the game. And here and here's where the problem comes in. Right. Is there's there's a line. Right. Because I have functional builds outside of the meta that I find fun and enjoyable to play, but they're not the big one-shot clear-the-room build. Um, but people expect you to have that one-shot clear-the-room build because that's that's the, the, the culture of, of any real multiplayer games. Like, uh, I think I brought this up before. Uh, but Destiny 1, what was the one weapon you absolutely needed to do, uh, what was it? Everything? Take, take it, well, yeah, everything, everything, basically. The Galahorn. The Galahorn. If you didn't have the Galahorn, right. you got kicked. Why? It was the best weapon in the fucking game. 
If you didn't have you know, it, they didn't want to deal with you because you were not going to perform as good as everybody else. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But, but, you know, I don't I don't know if that's necessarily a like like I honestly, I think that was Destiny 1's fault because they oh. made the Gallahorn the must have weapon to do any of the content because if you didn't have it you're gonna have an extremely hard time beating it and just nobody nobody wants to do yep. that yep absolutely you know? and that's that's a key issue with the meta right mm. and it's always that's why you see all these patches come out with the balance changes and all that stuff because uh the developers make one thing that just stands above everything else Destiny is the Gallarhorn for the Druids. It's the Pulverize build for the Necromancers. I think it's the uh, the Bone Spear build. Okay. Uh, you know, for Warriors and World of Warcraft, it's uh, a certain Arms build. It's it's there's always going to be a meta, but yeah. the the uh, what am I trying to say here? The goal is to make it so that instead of having a gap like this between the top tier meta build and like a mid tier build goes from being like this to maybe like this you know if you're like a true min maxer you're gonna go for the meta build and if you're not a true min maxer you just want to have fun you want to do your own thing you can go with that non-meta build and it doesn't hinder your gameplay that's the whole goal of everything right but there are... Right. What'd you say, Andrew? I was going to say, depending on what game you're playing, like like World of Warcraft, for example, if you're not using the most optimal build, you're probably not going to get into any groups. Right. Just... And and that that's that's what I mean by like the culture issue, right? Like, I think the last time I looked at the Warrior DPS parses, uh, Fury was only like a couple tiers under arms, and it was like minuscule. I don't okay. know if you looked at those more recently than I have, Andrew. Oh, sorry, say that again. The uh, the DPS parses in World of Warcraft. The last time I looked at the Warrior ones, Arms was above Fury by a minuscule amount, right? Um, I don't know if that's what changed content, recently. It, it depends on what content you're doing. Like, let's just say plus, rating, rating, rating. Yeah, I think single target Arms is better. Right. By, by a minuscule amount, like maybe a couple hundred yeah, DPS, it's nothing, right? It's nothing crazy. Right. So, but here's the thing. If you don't go into a raid as an arms warrior, there's a good chance, and if, if, if it's a decent group that, like, knows knows their shit, they're, you know, you're here to get a clear, this group knows their shit, you personally know, yeah, it's only a couple hundred DPS numbers. It's no big deal. But... Someone in the raid is going to be like, why aren't you playing the, why aren't you playing arms? Why are you playing Fury? Arms is better. Um, well, at this point in World of Warcraft, it's not really about the spec, it's more about the class. Like, or, well, let's take Evoker, for example, the newest class. People really only want um, the new spec um, augmentation. Nobody really cares about the other one, the other DPS spec. So, I mean, meta is like, you know, they want the augmentation evoker because they buff everyone else in the raid. 
right? They're uh, <laughs> they're vanilla WoW paladins. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but um, like, I I think WoW isn't really like it's very lenient nowadays with that kind of thing. The mm. thing people really care about now is like, what's your what's your score? Like, it doesn't matter what your item level is. If what's your raider IO score? Raider IO score. Yeah, so and there's this basically third party your... program where um, when you complete a Mythic Plus dungeon, mm. it'll tell you like what your rating is. Okay. Okay. So and it'll tell you like what's the highest thing you completed, um, like how fast you did it, um, how much of the raid you've completed. Basically, it's a good marker to tell you how good somebody is. All right. Okay. So. Now, obviously, there are people who can get carried, but that's a different story. Um, and the Raider IO is basically players min-maxing other players. And they're min-maxing who, who you know who joins their groups, who's who's the best people I can grab for my group instead yeah. of being like who's the first available. Because if the first guy like you you put up a group within five seconds, someone sends sends you a request to join, but their Raider IO score is is like low. Right, they're they're newer to to the thing. They don't have as much experience, whatever. But they're a good player, though. But they wouldn't know their Raider IO score is low. They're gonna well, they're gonna glance over this guy, and be like, nope, I don't want him. And they'll sit there and they'll wait until someone they do want shows up. It's basically gatekeeping, right? So, I mean, if you're not, a lot of people are this way, or if you're not mid maxing then you're just trash at the game and you shouldn't be playing. Mm-hmm. Pretty so, true. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 become a bad... Like, I understand... Like I, like I said in my original statement, like, I understand why it's a thing, and it's okay that it's a thing. It's a good thing in some ways, but from a cultural perspective of gaming, that people are gatekeeping their... Uh, well, mainly gatekeeping, basically, right? They, they just won't invite people if they're not min-maxing. Or playing yeah. the meta, or and or it just, just their be- score is not high enough, or right? So on. It it just becomes a problem because then you you basically isolate a lot of people because some I mean a lot of people don't know or they don't have the time to put in as much effort as these min maxers to get to where the min maxers are, so they kind of create their own little bubble up here. And it just becomes, like, lackluster for the rest of the community. Right. So, I mean... No, go ahead. Well, and, and, you know, it's it's crazy because, you know, I'm thinking about when we played Destiny and how many times I was actually kicked from the game for not having Gallahorn. (laughs) But the thing is... Gallarhorn was a random drop back in Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. So there was no way to just get it unless you played the game a lot and got a random drop. Correct. You know, so my thing is, you know, your people want you to min people wanted people, you know, people to min max that character, I guess, and get and, and get this meta build with the Gallarhorn. 
But you would have, but some people had to put in like hours and hours and hours on in into the game to just get the drop of the Gallowhorn. So that, that's just a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot of time for something that a person, you you, you know, I, I I could see I guess maybe if you know you 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 have that time that time in your hands, but you know, I was what in college then I didn't have that type of that kind of time right to be playing to be playing twenty four seven. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, problems with destiny aside, you know, it's it just it it it, it was it was really shitty that people did that. Yeah, you know, it was really shit that people did that. You know, it's 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 better. It's great that you know, I think it was Destiny Two. You were able to get. Well, I know later on you were able to get the Gallahorn through a quest, and I think the what was it, the fusion rifle that super fusion rifle. I forgot what it was called, but you were able to get that through a quest too. So. Um... So, I don't know, remember it, the fusion rifle. Oh, I do. I think I remember which which fusion rifle you're talking about. It's one that that did the burst shot, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. When we when, were doing, uh, God, what the, what was the first raid that came out? It was the Leviathan, right? Yeah. It was like the 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 best gun to use for the dogs, the dog boss. Yeah, I believe so. If if I if I'm not uh, misremembering that, but I believe so. But yeah, I mean that's, you know that's that's kind of crazy to me. But now now my question is, does that does that exist in Final Fantasy fourteen? Oh, absolutely, it does. In How the sense, in the sense that, um, the meta is specific to each class. Okay. And min maxing comes from your own personal ability and knowledge of the game um right so while final fantasy 14 has a good handle on it mm -hmm. it is still present in the game um because when you go from doing the normal content to the uh like the the trials and the uh, the raids like uh, Anabasos, the the last four tiers of the the raid. Okay, and you push into an extreme or a savage. The skill right. gap is massive. Um, in an almost uh scary degree, because you go from just like basically just steamrolling content into something that really hits back and very, very hard. Um, and it, it scares a lot of, uh, I don't want to say casual players, but it scares a lot of like the, the mid tier to mid core players from taking that step into harder, pro uh, harder content. Um, Because there's there's tiers of difficulty in Final Fantasy fourteen, right? You've got your you got your dungeons, you got your regular trials, and you've got your uh, normal raids. Okay. Right. Then the next breakpoint is the extreme trials. That should be like a mid tier difficulty thing. You should go in there with like, you know, obviously like the basic knowledge of your class and a good understanding of your rotation, a decent understanding of your rotation, and the mechanics of the game. And you should be able to clear it 
no problem. Right. Then you break into the next tier, which is Savage Rating. This, the, the jump into Savage Rating should be a little bit more difficult. Uh, you should know your class well. You should know your rotation well. Uh, you should know your best in slot stats. You should okay. know what food and potions and uh, you should know at the very at the very least know what food you need to buy for a buff. Okay. And you should be and you know you need a good understanding of the mechanics of the game. A right. a higher tier than you would an extreme trial. Then you move into the ultimates. This is the highest tier difficulty stuff in the game. You should know right. your class to a T. You should know your rotation and then some to a T. You should know exactly when, where, and how to pop every single buff and ability in your kit, including items like potions. The 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 ultimate tier of difficulty is it, it, that that should be the the upper echelon, and it is the upper echelon. But the problem is, is that the ultimates are up here. Savage rating is right underneath it, and then extremes are right underneath that, and the normal stuff is all the way down here. Right. There is no nice progression. And That's true. That is where this this is where Final Fantasy falls into that min maxing problem, right? Is because to get from here, the normal stuff, into the extreme trials, you need to min max your character. That jump from not needing any of the extra stuff in your kit, like mitigation, the stuff like not needing to like uh, uh, min-max your materia, for example. See, because I could just throw determination in my gear if I didn't know what I was doing, right? Right. And I'd be okay because it wouldn't matter for anything that's down here, but it would matter for everything that's up here. Okay. So a lot of people would just be like, oh, we'll do some research, do some research, do some research. That's a lot of research to do. Um, I've only really got two classes down, down packed, and I don't even have them mastered. Uh, I have, I know them well enough to be doing savage content. Uh, am I confident in my ability to do ultimate tier stuff? Yes, but my group hasn't reached that yet, but that's beside the point. Uh, the topic of the conversation right now is the min-maxing that it takes to get to that point. And it just creates this gap of, and this these bubbles in the community where you've got your your higher, your upper gamers, and then just everybody else. And it's, and it's something where, like, you can't just go into a, um, a raid, right, uh, or a savage stream ultimate... Unless you've seen the fight first. Correct. You right? need to because... do all the research because these fights, while they are formulaic, mm. and once you get the, the the boss has a rotation, same as you. Once you understand their rotation and how to counter their rotation, the fights become easy. Well, isn't the other side of that, why can't I just go into a, uh, a raid, an extreme raid, no knowledge whatsoever, and just do the fight? Like, just just do it and learn on my way and, and learn as I go through the fight. I mean, what's wrong with doing that? Um, Min-maxing. 
Right, because you're, you're maximizing you're hold, your time. Right, you're holding back right. seven other people. Right, right now, if right. you go in with a consensual group of seven other people that are like, "Yeah, we just want to go and do this blind, prog it blind," we'll learn as we go. That's that's a perfectly acceptable thing, but if you're going into like a public group, and you're going uh, into like a fresh progression group, um, <clears throat> the, at the bare minimum, they still expect you to know how to play your class, make sure you're stat, you're you're decked out in ma proper materia, make sure you're wearing your your biz gear. For, for what you ha can, you know, reasonably get. Right. Um, and watch a video on the fight. That's a fair amount of time. That's like, for someone who knows where to go, that's still like an hour or two of researching, watching, and then actually doing before you even get in the raid. Right. For people who right. don't know where to go, it's a scary jump. It's a, it's this gap that just pushes them away from harder content. And it's not that they can't do it. It's that they think they can't do it because there's this gap and they don't know how to cross it. So, right. That that's it's and that's an issue with a lot of games when it comes to min-maxing and and the meta is just like a lot of games they just have this big gap between normal the normal content and that I, I don't want to call it like upper echelon or higher tier or anything like that because it's it's nothing special mm. when you know what to look for. Okay. Okay. But it does uh, leave a lot of people in, like in, in lower tiers of content. And they don't really get to truly enjoy games that way because in every Final Fantasy XIV uh, raid tier, right? Every fourth mm. boss has a second phase. Yeah. Okay. New, new, with new music, new mechanics, uh, new new boss models, everything's really fucking cool. Like in, uh, what was my favorite one? Oh, uh, the Delta Escape when we were doing the mountain farms when with X Death, when okay. X Death went into Neo X Death. Oh yeah, that was the coolest fucking thing. And people don't get to experience that, and it really fucking sucks. Why? Like, it's it, because it's just not Because a, it's, the, like I said, it's that gap for people. It's just right. a scary gap to cross because they don't know. There's this expectation that you should know. Mm. And that that's the culture issue behind the meta and min-maxing. Right. Okay. Okay. Well... I guess I just I, I I feel like I feel like you know people really shouldn't be getting upset or something like that if somebody isn't playing the meta. I mean, because you know right. at, at the end of the day, so a game like Diablo Four, it's an RPG. I want to go in and you know figure out what what to do with my character and right. you know well, you know see see what to do and then max it out that way. Here, here's you know? an even here's an even better example, right? Mm. Call of Duty. Okay. Why does a meta exist in Call of Duty? There's a meta in Call of Duty? Bro, you never get those videos where it's like, this is the best build for Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 patch 6. You don't, <laughs> you don't get any of those videos? I Oh, you know, you know, you know, as shorts, like I've seen them as like shorts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I I don't I don't understand that. But then like, again, I've only 
Uh, well, we've, we've played Warzone 2.0 for a bit. I don't understand what the hell is the point of a build for that. that, that uh, that's the thing. Is people, people are so, like, brain broken to win because winning is fun. I mean, but I, I, but I'm over here running around with a fucking pistol and I'm having the time of my fucking life. You right. know what I mean? Right. Or or I'll be running around with a fucking crossbow or a bow and arrow, you know? It's like, I want to have fun, but my fun isn't the meta. But if I'm not playing the meta, I can't cross, you know, sometimes by game design, I can't cross those gaps. Right. Um, but most of the time, it's by culture design. I might be running a crossbow and throwing knives, and I'm f I could be phenomenal at the fucking game. But you're not going to give a shit because I'm not running this specific battle rifle with these specific attachments, with these specific perks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, it, I feel like... It, the meta in the min-maxing culture is just like it's kind of killing gaming in a way and the problem it, is i don't know how to fix it, <laughs> it, That's the thing. it, is it, it the, i feel like the meta is always going to be there min-maxing is always going to be there and that's and that's an okay thing right because like i said there's always going to be a best thing it's the yeah. problem of the the uh cultural segregation basically of people that are in the uh, the consider themselves in the upper tier who play the meta they who min max all the time and the casual people or even the mid-core people get pushed away into the casual group because they're not playing the meta or you can blame the companies for poor balancing <laughs> but, that that's well, another yeah, thing that the, the yeah, companies could just be you know Poor balancing indeed, because like let's Elden Ring's a good example, right? The the best thing you could do in that game is go sorcerer, get the fucking laser beam, GG. Right. Or, <laughs> or Rivers on before, Rivers of Blood, yeah. um bleed build. I don't know, what were you gonna say, Andrew? That's what I was gonna say. What? Oh, the Rivers of Blood? <laughs> yeah, Rivers of Blood just bleed killing everything. Right. So you've got those those upper tier but here's here's where elden ring does it right is you've got those those meta builds that just wipe the floor with everything and elden ring is a single player game for the most part so there really is no culture that you have to play the meta okay. um but there are like mid-core builds right like i could go with a, a a faith build and still be perfectly fine i could get through the game I could go probably barehanded, and if I was good enough at the gate, which is like, you know, obviously on the low, 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 low end. Actually, you know what? This is probably like the high, high, high end is going barehanded through Elden Ring. <laughs> but my yeah, I would point, say it's pretty high end. My point is, is it's not an optimized build. It's not a meta build. It's it's not a min-max thing. That's just some guy, you know, it, it, it's a build that is on the lower tier, but the skill threshold that you need to succeed there is the highest of the high right um so my my point is is you can have these things that are all the way down here that still succeed and things all the way up here that still succeed the problem is when you have things all the way up here 
that only succeed, and then everything else doesn't succeed. World wouldn't build for uh, for Diablo Four. Precisely. That's a yeah, because it's 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 crazy. Because I actually like the Ren build a lot, but when I started getting to late game. It's like my Ren build was not putting out that much damage, and then I switched to Whirlwind build, and yep. That's because you weren't mid-maxing your Ren. I mean, I but, tried okay. to do as much as I... <laughs> Probably. I, 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 I tried to do as much as I could, but I don't know. It just, it just never it never got to a point where Whirlwind build did. You know? Because you and didn't I have mean, the right legendary aspects. That's why. Well, Maybe. Uh, I, but 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 this thing I <laughs> I did I did everything that I thought that I thought I needed to and it's still but then I, I guess I would have to go look it up in order to see what the min max build for Ren build is exactly now and that to me is just like uh, I don't know and here here's a really good uh discussion topic game thing League of Legends hey, I'm playing that right now why. Hey, <laughs> oh, I'm playing the new game mode, the arena. Okay. The right. the meta and min max culture in League of Legends is disgusting. It is what beyond the... toxic. Oh yeah, that you. I remember that. Like I had to build Nasus a certain way, mm -hmm. um, or certain people would get upset. They're like. Why are you not? Why are you not having this on? Why are you not doing this first? Why are you not doing that first? Right. It's like, bro, it's all right. Right. It'll I'm having okay. fun. Right. I'm but just trying my, to have fun with the game, man. But that's like that. <laughs> well, the build, the build thing. Uh, yeah, there's a meta build, right? But like, mm. I'm talking meta characters. Like, I I love to play Morgana, right? Right. It's one of the first mages I learned how to play. Still love to play it to this day. Okay. Um, for a very long time, she was not meta. People hated when I picked her. I don't. I just. I don't understand why. Because I it guess. wasn't. It wasn't there. Because there were quote unquote better supports or better mages. Because she's she's uh, she's unfortunately been knocked down a peg into a support support mage, rather right. than a true mage. Um, okay. So you can get griefed in League of Legends for not playing a meta. You people will leave. People will fucking grief you the whole game, um, just because I'm trying to have fun in a normals. I'm not even in ranked. I'm playing normal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my thing too. Is like, and it's like, bro, bro playing, calm down. Let me let me, like, let me enjoy my mage build Rengar jungle. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that that never that that never made sense to me. It's like I'm in normal. We're not even ranked people. Come on, you, you calm down. It's it's all right. It's okay. So you can yeah, only imagine like, how much worse ranked is. Right, ranked is terrible. You have no idea. Bro, that's, crazy. <laughs> that's freaking crazy, man. <laughs> that's why I stopped playing League of Legends. It's a fucking horrible place to to to, to try and have fun. I, I at no point did I really feel like I was having fun in League of Legends, unless I was playing with a full group of friends. And even then, there is that pressure to win because because right. winning is winning fun. is fun. <laughs> well, How can you have fun if you're not winning. Well, look. 
gamers, y'all got y'all gotta stop being toxic, all right? All gamers just gotta stop being toxic. Like at the end of the day, I, video I, games I agree. <laughs> at the end of the day, like video games is something to play to you know, escape or you know, really invest in something or just like, you know, role play, you know, with your character, you know, or just have fun. Like mm-hmm. like this watch, this just whole this whole thing about a meta, you know, if it I'm starting to see that min maxing isn't 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 really all that bad, you know. I think min maxing without having a meta is fine. You know, if you like if yes. you just want to max your character out by by all means, go ahead. But I shouldn't have to have the Gallahorn to I I'm sorry. It shouldn't it shouldn't be that gamers uh are are upset with me. That I have to have the gall that I have to have the gallon and I don't to beat this boss. Hey, they should be lucky. upset. Well, the, they should be upset. <laughs> the game developers, you know, they should have been upset with Bungie saying, "Why is it that that gamers have to have this gun, or they're just going to spend a whole bunch of time on the game and nothing, and and, and nothing is going to, um, and everybody's just going to be upset." Yeah. Everybody's gonna be upset. Everybody's gonna be pissed off and stuff like that. Well, you know, at the end of the day, that's that that is that's an issue right right there. And here's here's my thing, right? Is like, let's say the Gallerhorn didn't exist. What would have been second on that list? What would have replaced the Gallerhorn? Because then right. that would have been the next thing. Oh, you don't have this. You can't join us. And if that didn't right. exist, then the third thing would go. Oh, you don't have this. You can't join us. I, I can terrible. clear the content just fine without it. It takes yeah. a little longer. That's all. Yeah, you have to yeah. do another fucking rotation of the mechanics. Whatever it may, whatever the case might be, if you can clear the content, there shouldn't be an issue if you're running the meta or not. Right. But you're not doing it fast enough. Right. So it'll get good. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's then yes. that that's the culture issue, and it, it it's it's a weird problem. Because there's no real way to fix it. Because no matter what, no matter what happens, unless it is a purely skill-based game, where, I, but honestly, even then, there's metas. Even in fighting games, there's metas. There's meta characters. You, you'll, meta, you'll you'll see your, combos. Right. You'll see uh, characters put into into tiers. You'll see you have your S tier characters, your A tier characters. You know? Yeah. And watch. Even games like Baldur's Gate 3. Give it two or three more days. I don't I don't know if anyone will drop it on the day of release, but maybe the day after. You'll start seeing videos. Best build for this. Best build for this. Best, best build for this class. For this. Yeah. Best race. That's so that's so terrible. Like up. That's so terrible. Like, mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3 is literally one of those games where I just want to have fun and yep. go through the story and just see what the fuck happens if I make the wrong move, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but oh like, my it's, gosh. It's, and, and Baldur's Gate is mainly a single-player game, right? You, you don't have to play with people. You can play right. by yourself. But the right. culture is so, like, widespread and toxic and it's it's just so deep in the roots of every gamer's mind that they'll see oh best build for this class and they're like damn I play that class I got to go look at this I got to be the right. best even though nobody else is looking I got to be the best right why have fun bro just have fun exactly. exactly do what you want 
if you want to play a fucking it, it, whatever the fuck it might be but it's fun if you think best. it's fun <laughs> go do it if you want if 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 fun to you is just one shotting things into oblivion go for it just but, don't grief me it, yeah exactly don't grief me if if i like to if, if, like my poison landslide builds i'm going back to that in diablo mm. 4 if if that's an enjoyable build for me if i like it it might not one shot everything on the screen but i'm having fun i like the way it plays i like the way it feels i like the i like the way it looks on the screen right i'm having fun i enjoy it i'm i i don't like diablo 4 the state it's in but the build is interesting enough that i still want to play i still want to work on the build right so i'm having fun in my own way and that's what should be important but there's always going to be that overarching evil of the fucking meta and the min-max situation. Right. Right. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, I think it all just comes down to mind your business. <laughs> I, mind your business. I do what I want. Mind your business. You don't pay my subscription. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mind your, mind your business. <laughs> it's a free game, jackass. <laughs> the golden rule in life, people. Mind your business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. All right. Well, now I understand min-maxing and meta build and, and the issue that it is. So I appreciate you talking to me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, I don't really have much more to say on the topic, uh, unless anyone has any more questions. Or I think I'm good, Andrew. Discussion. I'm good, I'm Andrew. Good. All right, I think that's gonna wrap up our episode. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and comment down in the comment section. Let us know what you guys think of the meta and min max situation, and we'll see you all next time. Have a good night. Yeah, don't. Don't forget, everyone, uh, weekly episodes every Tuesday. See you then.